Internet. How's it going, Internet? Welcome to episode 65 of Outreach Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made you mad online and explain why you're dumb for caring this week. As always, I'm your host, Derek Boland. And I'm your host, Dale DeRuiter. And I hope you like this podcast. It's probably the last because there's an apocalypse coming. Yeah. I personally don't care if you like the podcast, uh, not because there's an apocalypse coming, but because... Uh, I don't really give a fuck about your opinion. I care about your opinion. I'm the nice one. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, I just do it for attention. So even if you hate it, that still counts as attention. So all I care about is if you listen to it. You just summed up my entire brand in high school. I yeah. was like, I don't care if you hate me or not, as long as you're paying attention to me. Exactly. Actually, in high school and every year since. And pretty much... That's I think that's the going theme for the internet right now, which brings us to our. You just did an old timey segue. Look at that. Criticizing. Feel like the we're internet. back back in the glory days. Yeah. So a uh, couple uh, high profile uh, tragedy. Well, not one. One was a tragedy. Uh, one could have been. What's that called? When it's like terrorism that's here. Domestic terrorism. Yeah. A couple domestic terrorisms. Uh, the reason I said the apocalypse was coming was because, uh, you might've guessed this from past, uh, episodes where I'm not usually too up to date on current political news because for the last two years, current political news is just, uh, kicking a dead horse and insulting Trump. And it's like, yeah, a bunch of people just screaming at each other on the internet. He's bad. You're not convincing anyone else's Trump is bad because everybody who doesn't already think Trump is bad has a hole in their brain and will never think he's bad. So you're just annoying everybody who you're like preaching to the choir. Cause it's like, yeah, we get it. He's bad. I'm annoyed annoyed by it. I dislike Trump strongly. Yeah. I'm like a bleeding heart liberal, but I'm still like, Fucking stop. Like, you're not changing anything. Yeah, just exactly. complaining on the internet all the time. And it's, we're, it's like almost exactly two years out from the 2020 election. Midterms are coming up in, and, uh, uh, fuck, next week. We are going to have a baller of an episode for you next, wait, when are the midterms? November 8th? Sure. And by baller of an episode, Derek means Dale asks him a whole bunch of political questions about the midterm elections because I have also not been paying attention to that. Is there any good Democratic uh, people that we have hope for Uh, that aren't a thousand year old or a suspiciously injured woman? No, no. So the problem with the Democrats now, and this is why they're doomed to fail from now through like the end of time, is that... The Democratic base, uh, like the reason, so there's people who voted for Donald Trump just because he was the Republican candidate. Like yeah. Those are the like hardline party people that you could put a fucking, uh, I was going to say something that could have been interpreted as racist given the last president. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you could put uh, a fucking uh, like a... Uh, Give me an animal with non-racist overtones. I don't think there are any. Okay. Well, well, if that's racist to anything. Sounds pretty Hispanic to me there. I was gonna say Texans. Wow. And not a race. Nobody really cares about Texans because it's (laughs) Texans. Apologies to any Texans that may be listening to the podcast. They have a good enough sense of humor that they could take a couple ribs. That's not true at all. Well, not not like the like hipster Texans. I'm talking about like the regular Texans who are all like, it's different down here. We're almost like our own country and we just do things different. We have gas stations with a thousand pumps and eat food like... Our bodies don't work like normal people's bodies. November 6th. When is that? Next Tuesday? Anyway, that's when the midterms are. So Republicans. So there were people who voted for Trump just because he was the Republican guy and they will always vote Republican. Yeah. Uh, And then there were people who voted for Trump because uh, of this growing problem with like establishment politicians. And like, so the Democratic Party and the Republican Party in the U.S., they're basically fucking corporations at this point. Like they're... um, 
they're really uh, they they no longer serve the people. Their their entire mandate is to get reelected and raise a fuck ton of money. Um, and it's no, they're not really governing. They're just like operating in the interests of the Republican Party. They're not yeah. operating in the interests of the American people, which is. Yeah. Um, and same with with Democrats. Like Democrats are just like the other side of the same coin. Like yeah, they, like after Obama, you really saw the Democrats get really involved with the corporations and kind of become not quite as bad as the Republicans. But like you look at Hillary and you're like, well, she has all these like shady corporate ties with the banks where she's giving these speeches for half a million dollars. I mean, even, even Obama was was very, like, pro bit. Like, he wasn't as as liberal as a lot of people had you believe. Like, yeah. he, he introduced, uh, mandated, basically mandated healthcare that paid, like, millions into the pockets of these, like, private businesses that sell yeah. health insurance. Like, it wasn't like in Canada where you have single payer. It was... He he basically made it the law that you had to buy health insurance through yeah. a private company, which is very yeah. Obama did tons of like shady shit, but anyways, so both of these uh, political parties now only operate in their own self interests, and yeah. so some of the people who voted for Trump voted for him not because they were Republicans, but because they saw him as like the anti-establishment guy. Yeah, who because. Could, like, like Hillary was just business as usual. Politics are just going to keep going on the same as they've always been. Whereas Trump was like a wild card and he did play. <laughs> that. Was he ever? <laughs> <laughs> and he did play that like populist. I'm for the people. I'm looking out for you. I don't care about the corporations. Like how he kept saying he ran with his own money and he wasn't in anybody's pocket. Yeah, hey. Turned out that he kind of is because he's still a politician. He was, but I will say this: Trump does not act in the interests of the Republican Party. Trump mm-hmm. acts in the interests of Trump, which I kind of yeah. respect a little bit more. He's just like, "Fuck your political party. I'm in this for me," which yeah. is the only valid reason to be president of a country. Like, could you imagine if Trump? was not a crazy asshole, but still had that much confidence. And I don't give a fuck what you're saying. Like if you had a guy who was not like constantly trying to start fights with other countries in the world. And he was like good, better for the people. And he had Trump's like, I'll just say whatever the fuck I want. I don't give a shit. That would be pretty rad. So what the Democrats need to do is they need to get like, the light version of Donald Trump. Yeah, just the liberal version of Trump. Like a yeah. guy who's like, fuck this party. Bernie Sanders was kind of that guy. Like he was he was a guy who's been uh, an independent senator for as long. Like he didn't have really strong ties to any yeah. political party. He doesn't uh, even have strong ties to life anymore. He's like 100. Yeah, he's super old. That guy. You know what they should do? Over the next two years, they should just get this like stem cell rub and just constantly rub it all over his body (laughs) and then like get him on this like one of those like neck pulling machines to like Like, correct your posture because like his head is in his sternum he looks like a turtle like it comes constantly straight out of his chest like he looks like a broken transformer (laughs) like his head doesn't go all the way up to go into like the robot mode, he's still halfway a car. Yeah, he's he's car Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And he's got to be like, what, 80? Uh, Google. And the other thing that the Democrats. 77. Yeah, you were oh, yeah. close. And the other thing the Democrats are going to have to do if Bernie Sanders runs again is maybe not get like the cheating to beat him in your primaries. Yeah. Which, whatever. I'm not going to. Well, I don't want to drag it up, but Hillary cheated to beat Sanders. Okay, wow. That's what all the Russia stuff's about. Let's just. I just want to point that out. The, the biggest thing that annoys me is they're like, oh, Trump's talking to the Russians. And like the thing the Russians told them was that Hillary was cheating. And it's like. Well, there was. There was, there was well, yeah, there's there other was more stuff. Than that. Like, we got to dumb it down for the people. <laughs> well, I don't actually want to research all this stuff. I'm just saying. If you're coming with somebody 
that's going to take on Trump. You thought he was a joke in 2016 and it bit you in the ass and you lost. So this time, maybe bring a serious candidate. Yeah. Well, this isn't a presidential election. This is just the midterms. So I know. Me, I mean, I'm talking more oh, of the 2020. 2020. Uh, what, what are the midterms for? So they're to vote for uh, representatives in the uh, House and Senate. The House of Caucus? Or is that Canada? What? No, the the caucus is... Wait, I feel like we discussed this last time. We probably did. No, and the I already cabinet. forgot. I think the caucus is like the overall... I have no idea. I've learned all of this stuff probably three times at different levels of schooling. And I can never remember because it's like, why do they all have different names? Oh, a caucus is a conference of members of a legislative body who belong to a particular party or faction. So basically that the Republican caucus would be like the Republican side of the, the House or yeah. Senate. And then the Democratic Vice versa. Uh, anyway, so the Democrats are probably going to get their asses white. That sounds like a good thing, but it's yeah. actually not. Uh, get, like, and it won't even be a surprise because they're just, like, fielding the same old bullshit mainstream uh, candidates that people are, like, completely disillusioned with at this yeah, point. Yeah, and they also fucked up because... Not only are they being like, hey, here's some uh, regular business shields. I'm Italiano uh, Democratic Operative. I care about big business. (laughs) But not only did they do that, but they've been thoroughly insulting all the Republicans, calling them stupid, telling them that they voted for this guy because they're dumb. And just cementing a lashback of hatred. You're not going to win over the swing voters that way. Yeah. That's for sure. Anyway, so that's happening next next week. So uh, in two weeks, we'll probably have an episode where people have just been screaming online for seven days. Uh, So we'll have our our midterm election special. Uh, Make sure you tune in for that because we're super knowledgeable about I'll, I'll promise I'll do some research. And uh, it'll also be subheadline: the toxic left is ruining America. Oh, okay. Well, agree to disagree on that. <laughs> um, but what happened in the States this week? Two really high-profile incidents um, that go to show that maybe normalizing all this, like, insane... Okay, first off, the things that happened... Uh, one, a dude sh- walked into a synagogue in Pittsburgh, shot 11 people dead. Two, uh, a guy mailed a bunch of bombs to uh, high-profile Democrats and people he felt affiliated were affiliated with the Democratic Party, including uh, George Soros, who's like the favorite boogeyman of the right right now. It's like uh, how the left always used to be about the, the Koch brothers. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, they own Fox News and they're evil. And like yeah. any time like something bad happened that you couldn't explain, you were just like, oh, the Koch brothers are at it again. <laughs> Spreading their dark money around. Yeah. Um, George Soros uh, mailed bombs to CNN, mailed bombs. No, to, George Soros didn't mail them. No, George Soros did not. Uh, Somebody this, mailed them to Soros, Soros and, the and CNN. And CNN and the New York Times and uh, – the most hilarious thing to me is remember when CNN came out and it was like it was right wing when it came out, was it not? It was. Well, that's the thing. Like you have all these media properties now. They were never right wing, but they definitely were left wing. Like they, they were, were like conservative. They were like centrist. Yeah, but like, you know, cared about established values and stuff. But that's what I mean by right wing is when you like. To me, right wing is when you don't want change. You care about the values that have already been established. You're not willing to rock the boat and like make social reform or anything. If you're like that, then you're a right wing. But if you want to like change the rules to be more inclusive and all that stuff, you're left wing. And CNN, when it first came out, everybody was like, oh, this closed minded like conventional news system that's all 24 hours. And now it's this like gleaming light of the left like which is yeah fucking weird so the thing you have to consider is that like cnn new york times they're all owned by like multinational news corporations that are like very business friendly so that's not traditionally they're not going to align with the left which is like 
you know, more government regulation and like mm. smash big business. And maybe we like start, you know, yeah. redistributing wealth a little bit. Like <laughs> these fuckers do not want that at all. Yeah. So I don't know how CNN came to be like, it was basically just because right wingers started like beating up on it. Yeah, for- it was like. Trump insulted CNN, called them fake news, said they were lying. And then all the left were like, oh, that's our news source now. Yeah. We agree with them 100 percent, even though, like you said, they're all super backed by corporations, only care about the bottom line. And the narrative of CNN is going to be whatever makes the advertisers happy. Yeah. And that's not left wing up until this year, pretty much like that's always been like super right wing media and stuff has always been like that. Now it's just flipped sides. So there were all these bombs mailed out and there was a synagogue shooting and lo and behold, uh, the two guys who perpetuated these crimes were like crazy right wingers who were like the kind of people, if you spend any time on the internet or you visit a site like Twitter, you will see these people a thousand times a day. Yeah. Uh, you know, tweeting like insane, like these guys totally believed in like pizza gate and, and uh, all this like insane shit and they've glommed on to um, there's like this new breed of savvy uh, Internet savvy business person who has figured out that the quickest way to make money online in 2018 is to uh, exploit the paranoid tendencies of people with mental illness uh, yeah. who which is like everyone now or like poor and uninformed people. And like me. Yeah, like Dale. <laughs> Dale loves all of these people. <laughs> I'm very poor and I'm very uninformed. But, yeah, sorry to just stick my dick right in the middle of your point. You shoved it right right just in there. Fucked just it right up. rammed it in my throat. Uh, <laughs> pushed your train of thought right off the tracks. But, like, yeah, that's so there, – there is this breed of, like – and we talked about them before. Like the Jack Posobiec and the Mike Cernovich and the uh, – I don't even know the fuck. What's his name? That's the guy enough. with like the pure. Uh, don't. He only has gums in his mouth. He doesn't have. He's got like tiny teeth, big gums. Charlie Kirk. Oh, uh, the guy Kanye West loves. Okay. Dale doesn't. I, I don't know. I'm with you guys. But I, I just <laughs> I just hope that you guys know as little about politics and this stuff as I do. But yeah, there's all these people who have like, uh, or Breitbart, which oh, yeah. I'm sure you're familiar with. Only because you keep rebel. bringing it up every week. Yeah, and it's <laughs> good. <laughs> you're learning. Uh, and these are all people who have risen to fame by like riding this like, uh, yeah, they like follow the same script every time there's like, uh, you know, a mass shooting in the state. Yeah. They like come out as like anti-gun control and whenever mm-hmm. there's like uh, a terrorist attack, they say a lot of hateful shit about uh, Islam and whenever there's like a trans mm-hmm. rights issue, they come out and say that, you know, trans people are fucked and there are only two genders. Uh, and there's like, there's the script that they all follow, but the reason they do that is because there's a large body of people in the United States who agree with them yeah, and they will donate money to you just if you like trigger the libs all day online. Yeah. Like if you piss off the people that have been annoying this like group of people, then they'll give you money. And we do see this on the left as well. There's like the, the Krasenstein brothers or someone. Uh, there's a lot of people who have like, Built their personal brand being yeah. uh, basically the, the fucking inverse of this just on the uh, what's her name? That um, British Louise Mensch uh, yeah. and Eric uh, Garland. OK. Looking at me with blank looks right now. All these super good names that I will These totally are all people remember. that you should never, ever follow on Twitter because they will melt holes in your brain. OK. Um, so let's I just want to point out why Derek's mentioning all these people and making them sound like they're reactionary. And the thing that this guy who bombed this or who shot the synagogue, he claimed it was because the Jewish people were funding. No. Didn't he say it was because somebody was funding the caravan that's moving through Mexico? No, that was the pipe, the pipe bomb guy. Oh, that was the pipe bomb guy? He mailed a bomb to George Soros saying George Soros was paying for these migrants. Oh, yeah. Seven, how many is it? 7,000 migrants? up to 7,000. There's in between 4,000 and 7,000. So, going to backtrack a little bit because the reason I was saying the apocalypse before was there are 
7,000 people currently in, I think they're in southern Mexico, but they, they just got to Mexico. Yeah. They busted their way like through from Guatemala into Mexico and they're mostly Hondurans and South Americans and they're making their way to the States and they're just basically a big caravan and Right now, Trump's freaking out. There's already 2,000 UN guards at the border crossing for the states, and he's sending 5,000 military personnel to go bolster the troops, so to speak, at the border for when they get there. And to make matters worse is Mexico is currently at a standoff with with another smaller caravan from Guatemala and... They are having like pretty much, I don't know how you say it, like a riot fight where it's like you're the, they're throwing rocks. That just sounds like a riot or a fight, but it yeah. could be a riot so fight if you really there's, want to Yeah, there's a bridge badass. on the southern Mexican border where there's like 400 or so of these migrants lined up and they're throwing like homemade Molotovs at the Mexican military and they're having this standoff because – I don't know how the first, like, uh, I guess if you have 7,000 people surprising the Mexican border, then you're not really going to stop them. And the second group is only 400. And some of the caravan is staying in the Mexico because the Mexican government, to their their benefit, I guess, I don't know, not their benefit, but just showing that they're Mr. Nice Guy, put in this legislation that if any of the migrants – in the caravan want to stay in Mexico, they'll be given like homes, jobs, medical attention because apparently Mexico needs people to stay in southern Mexico to kind of help the economy down there and get things going. And there's been – I think there's like 1,200 of the people in the column that hopped out of the caravan and are staying there. But then people from southern Mexico hopped into the caravan to bolster – that size. So right now, do you know what, does it say where they are right now? They are in Tapana Tepec, which is, yeah, southern southern Mexico. <laughs> I just wanted Derek to, tr- to try to read that name because I didn't want to be the racist for once. Tap, tapan, tapa, I'm not going to. It's not French, it's uh, Tapanek. Ta- no, there's more syllables there. Where is it? Read that, sound that out. Tapanatepic. Tapanatepic. Boom. Second try. That doesn't even... No, I'm sure that's not right. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah. though, Where is that? Show the map again. Oh, yeah. That's still way south. Like, they're not even... They at, haven't made it that... So, the caravan was formed in Honduras. Yeah. Uh, and they, they made it through Guatemala into Mexico. And they've only moved, like, an inch on the map. But they only have, like, two and a half inches to go till they hit the States. Like, I think they're saying they'll hit the Texas border in a couple days, but it'll take twice as long as they go to the San Diego border. Well, because that's on a peninsula. They'd have to somehow get across the water to the... I thought they were just going to go straight through Mexico. Like, they're not going to cross the Gulf of Mexico. They're well, gonna the go San around. Diego border is on this Oh, this is it? up here, yeah. Oh, I thought, what's, okay, yeah, that makes sense. What Derek was saying, they'd have to go over. They'd have to swim. They'd have to swim over that little arm of Mexico that hangs down to go Uh, to San Diego. That would be the Baja Peninsula there, Dale. Ooh, Mr. No Stuff about. That's what fish tacos are named after. Baja? Baja fish tacos. Oh, well, you learn something new every day. Anyways, and today I learned caravan. about tacos. See, the funny thing about all this is we've just spent 30, 25 minutes talking about the American political climate, about this caravan, about all those names Derek said before that I've already forgot. And the only thing I'm going to remember from this is fish tacos <laughs> come from the Baja Peninsula. <laughs> Focusing on the important facts. Uh, so, yeah, there's this migrant caravan. Trump dispatched 5,000 American troops to the border to protect them from the wave to of homeless people. meet up um, with the 2,000 hmm. National Guard. So there's going to be 7,000 American 
National Guard slash troops yeah, at the border. Yeah, it's just bullshit pot. Like, I fucking hate this. Because, like, you and I are very blessed in that we have never had to walk, like, at all. Like, even, like, ten blocks to yeah, escape see, political violence. We or- are so blessed that the only running we ever do is because we want to lie to ourselves and tell us that we're tell ourselves we're getting fit and we go to like a gym and work out or we go on a nice forest and run around that all the running and jogging pretty much I've ever done since I was like 13 has been by choice and yeah like I've never had to run from anything really like maybe some bullies in like elementary school because I don't know if you can believe this is pretty lippy you as a child I find that hard to believe also some people found me annoying, which I find hard to believe because I am not obnoxious at all. If only they could hear you now. You should send this podcast to be like, check oh it God. out. Not annoying anymore. <laughs> I'm like, how's your life? Listen to me because I'm not going to listen to you. A-holes. Where's your podcast? Um yeah. But yeah, these people, like thousands and thousands of people are walking thousands and thousands of miles just to like get to somewhere where they might have a shot at a better life. Yeah. And instead, when they get there, they're going to have some dickhead National Guardsman pointing a fucking rifle at them, telling them to go the fuck home. Well, like, the Syrians already ruined it for them. Like, if there was no, like, Syrian refugees that everybody got all racist and didn't want them to come in, then these guys still, would have a better chance. They still would have been racist about it. Oh, no, what I'm saying is there was, like... They let some Syrians in and it was pretty racist and they didn't want them, but some still got in and a bunch came to Canada. And now that there's more ethnic like uh, refugees coming, there's no way they're getting in. You know how many you know how many uh, Syrian refugees has made have made it into the U.S. so like far this year? Eight hundred. Uh, Eleven. Yeah. Eleven Syrian refugees. Well, they didn't start this year. When did they start? Eleven. 11 Syrian No, I mean like trying to get in. Even so, Syria does not share a land border with the US. Well, how they can't just stroll up to it and wait in line for their chance to store. This is like for a Syrian refugee to get into the USA or Canada, there's a months long vetting process in these camps in the Middle East before they're like transported via official channels. Okay, no, but what I'm saying was I'm not saying the the logistics were the same. What I'm saying is you saw the right wing people in the States, how much they like threw up arms and they're like, Oh, we're getting overrun by immigrants. It's going to ruin our economy. And they're like talking about like the 11 Syrian refugees. Yeah. I think it's just, they don't like non white. They, they just don't like, but like it would have been the same reaction. Like oh, any brown people trying to get in. Basically the it's this. Good luck. Don't touch our stuff. Don't go in my room. Don't touch my drum set. <laughs> Step Brothers reference. But, uh, and the thing is, you, like, you could rule this down to racism, but, like, in the early 1900s, it was the same thing with the Ukrainians when they wanted to come over. And yeah, but that was okay because the Ukrainians were white. No, Canada let them in, but the states didn't. Yeah. That's, it's fine to be no, what I'm saying opposed is, to white people yeah, coming into your it's country. Not like I'm a okay racist, with that. It's not more that they're a race of a different color. It's more that they're just from somewhere else. See, I don't want this to be like everybody's like, oh, they're just racist. It's more like they're xenophobic. Like they don't want any immigrant of any color to come and take their jobs. No, like, I feel like like it is the jobs thing is just a fucking it's like a straw man that they use to like. Oh, I never nobody said actually it was cares about their jobs and nobody cares about you don't have like people walking up to white people in the U.S. being like, show me your papers or show me your green card. Yeah. Like you have a right to be in this country. Nobody there's people emigrating to the U.S. from like Australia or Britain or Germany and, and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, but but the second you're like countries. the second you're like, hey. We might let some brown people in here. Well, Everyone true. shits their pants and starts screaming about jobs and like, you know, these people living on welfare or whatever. You could even get away with like, like Albanians, like Eastern Europeans, maybe yeah. 
Uh, you could probably get away with that, but like once you get like, I don't know, as soon as you hear like a thick accent, I'm sure a lot of people are like, whoa, 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 accent. are you accent guy? Are you one of us? Or are you one of them? Are, are you one of the good whites or the bad whites? Like <laughs> that's what they're going to start saying. <laughs> and that was probably bad. We're, but yeah, just, just go ahead. Just finish your thought. I, I just got derailed. <laughs> But yeah, no. By the bad whites? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, wow, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, well. No, but what I'm saying is, like, maybe it's just because all of this stuff that against the, like, pale immigrants, I'll say, because that sounds nondescript. But, like, when the Italians and the Irish people came and there was all this, like, backlash that they didn't want them in, that was all, like, early 1900s and then they got over it and then... Like, there's not a max exodus of Irish people coming to the States right now, so there's not, like, a big worry. Like, there'll be a trickle, and they're part of, like, the Commonwealth. Or wait, no, they're in the... We talked about this. Are they in the UK? I've learned to just not talk about Ireland on the podcast because Lorna will yell at me every time. See, the only reason I bring up Ireland was because I worked with an Irish guy, and he was telling me that... He that some places were so racist against Irish people that they would have signs up on the gate that said Irish or no Irish, meaning that Irish people weren't allowed to apply for jobs there because they'd had so many. 1.2 million Irish immigrants arrived in Canada from 1825 to 1970. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay. I didn't even know there was that many Irish people. Yeah, I didn't know. That's like the well, entire population of Ireland. Are they still coming Irish over. or are they American? That was can that was they're Canadian. Are Canadian. Like how many generations this is just totally Like what? You just have to be born. If you're born in the country. Like am I not Dutch anymore? I'm Canadian now? You have Dutch heritage. Okay. You still look very Dutch. I do. I would 100% And by that, he means for your very tall and handsome. <laughs> yes. Like, what's his name? Not like I'm an alcoholic and I smoked at a very young age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing wooden shoes right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't look like Goldfinger. Fuck, we totally got derailed there. Yeah, we did. Oh. Yeah? So, Migrant Caravan. Yeah. But that goes back to like the so these guys uh, shot up a synagogue. So people are actually dying now as a result of fake news of this like monetization of uh, yeah. people's worst tendencies. And one of the things that I read an article, I skimmed an article that was saying that maybe the reason that these guys got these false ideas was because it was reported by Fox News somewhere. I didn't have time to chase everything down, but. They were saying that this is indirectly Trump's fault because he was saying all this stuff and then these right-wing people thought that – was it Soros you said? Soros. Soros was was involved because of something that the right-wing media would have pointed out. So like that's what some – this is the problem because you have the left just jumping on this whole situation to take pot shots at Trump – Because they're like, oh, all these people are like the synagogue people died because of stuff Trump has said over the year. Yeah, I also think that's bullshit. Like, I don't think Trump is to blame for any of this. uh, But I do think so. There was actually a really interesting article that was posted on BuzzFeed News this week. And it was talking about how um, how social media has played a role in the rise of like all these like crazy right wing populists. Like there was mm-hmm. just a guy elected in Brazil, elected yeah. president of Brazil this past week who uh, has basically said like he will kill his political opponents. Like they're saying this guy's like actually a fascist and he's going to like actually be a dictator. Yeah. Um, but this is like, this is something that we've seen like a huge wave of lately. And it's because like, of to, like Ontario's premier. Yeah. Is- to let, like, I don't think Duck Ford's going to, like, kill anyone. He's not going to kill anybody. And he's Unless not, they drink themselves to death on bucket beers. <laughs> and he's not a fascist, but he does have faulty ideals that kind of are right wing. Yeah, so we, we look at that and we say, like, the internet has played a huge role in the rise to power of these people. And the reason for that is twofold. So, number one, yeah. you have 
all these people who can like spread disinformation faster than ever before. And yeah. you could spread it to like-minded people who are already a little worried about shit. Like yeah. if there's some unemployed steel worker in like Pennsylvania, he's already worried about losing his job. So all you have to do is be like, Hey, these Syrians are going to make sure you stay unemployed forever. And that guy's he's bought in. Yeah. The second side of that is that, uh, a lot of like legitimate news sites uh, are starting to put their uh, their stories behind paywalls. So yeah. if you are you know lower income or poor person, then you're more likely to get your news from free sites, which are going to have lower journalistic standards. Oh my god, that is tell you definitely a good point that I didn't even really think of. And right now, like online journalism is kind of at the point that print journalism was like pre fifties, like before they got all these rules, like all these fact checking rules and how you have to have all these legitimate sources and how, if you print something that's not factually correct, you can get sued. Like, and there's, yeah, there's none of that because online isn't quite, it's getting better because it's like, they're getting closer to viewing as just stuff online as being published and a publication. But there's still not the same level of like fact checking and I guess moral virtue or whatever you'd want to say where they don't just print ra- like random crazy shit. Yeah. The people like the, the journalist I'm using air quotes that print all this like really inflammatory shit do it because basically they make money based off of how many ads are served up to people. Yeah. And how many ads are served up to people is dependent on how many people visit that page. And how many people visit that page is dependent on the most inflammatory, insane, clickbaity shit you can post. Yeah. You don't care if it's true or not. You care if people visit that page so you get that ad revenue. And you see these like crazy headlines that are just like sensational. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like everything has become a tabloid now. It's like all of everything is like. Which Dale loves. By, have we covered Dale's love of <laughs> clickbait? Because this is like the golden age for Dale. Oh, well, I don't like news clickbait. I like like, oh, what's wrong with Area Winter's personal life? I, that's the last one I clicked on before I came here. They're like, and they went through how Ariel Winter had like an abusive mother and how she had to emancipate herself from that. Okay, that's well, the that's clickbait. Kinda... That's the clickbait I click on. I don't click on like, hey, here's some super important news you should read. But yeah, like they have these super inflammatory headlines and then people don't even read the article. They click on it, read a couple sentences and they're like, oh, that's enough for me. I totally know what's going on. Or they're like, I totally agree with this. Yeah. I'm so angry about immigrants. Let me share this on Facebook where more people will see it and visit that page and make more money for the people publishing it. And the problem is like all these people who are writing for online, they just like assume people have more time than they did before because now space is free. Like before in a newspaper, it had to all get boiled down to like 300 words because they didn't want to fill up the paper with like one article. So they made everything shorter. But now that the internet has pretty much infinite space, people are like, Hey, I'm going to write this 3000 word article and nobody's going to read it. What are you looking at? I'm looking at a banner ad for Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop that's showing up on your computer, meaning at some point you visited the website for Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop. No, I didn't. I get banner ads. (laughs) That's how retargeting works, buddy. No, banner ads don't go by the site you visited. They go by the stuff. See, I haven't gone to World of Tanks. Check out Dale DeRuiter, Goop fan. Uh, The last problem that we have is that Education is now something we we basically made it something only the elite can afford. Like yeah. a university education costs tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars. So as the income gap widens and a lot of people get poor and yeah. people can't afford to educate themselves and people can't even afford to read news that is factually accurate online. This isn't a problem that's going to go away. Like no. unless someone steps in, like regulates the words that we're allowed to put on the Internet or or people just collectively start speaking up against fuckheads who want to make a quick buck by causing a synagogue killing. Yeah, we're not going to see an end to this. It's only going to keep getting worse. Yeah. And this is where the left has to step in because it sucks because you kind of have to consolidate. The left has to consolidate their power and quit going after like 
gender pronouns and shit like that, which is important and they need to fight for. But you need to start like getting all your groups together like we talked about how they didn't want the police in the Pride March because Black Power was involved in the – or Black Lives Matter was involved in the Pride March and they didn't want police there. And so you have all these like splinter groups of the left arguing with each other over like – and as soon as any ideal is agreed upon, it just gets kicked up another level and you have all the right thinking, oh, you give them an inch, they take a mile. And the shitty thing is it's true because – all these like social justice warriors are so used to fighting for stuff that once they get it, they just go fighting for something else. I wouldn't even say it's the left at this point. Like if you're a relatively intelligent person who believes in human decency and doesn't want to see us devolving to the point where we'll shoot people dead in a synagogue because we believe in some Jewish conspiracy. Now's probably your time to speak. Like, let's just go back to the days where like the left thought like abortion was okay in some situations and the right was like, no, we're going to like protest outside the abortion clinic. Like let's, let's put all this other shit behind us. Let's pretend the last 10 years didn't happen. (laughs) We can just turn back the clock and go back to like, Hey, we really strongly disagree on some things, but we're not all fucking insane. Yeah. And we don't actually want people to die and fascists are actually fascists. We're not just going to call everybody fascist and ruin the word so that when something comes up, we don't actually have a word for it. Like like Derek was saying, we have to go back to the – it sucks because it's like you got to go back to the simple values. But it's like when lefts were like for gay marriage and when the rights were for the Christian religion and those were the arguments you were having. Yeah. I, I, would, I would honestly like those arguments were fucking like – just murdered my soul at the time because I was like, these people are never going to agree on anything. I would fucking give anything to get back there (laughs) because like the way things are now, like this is it. This isn't going to, this isn't going to work for much. Yeah. Like 10 years ago, I was like, I'm pretty far left. Like I don't agree with any of this shit on the right. And now I'm like, whoa, the left are crazy. The right are crazy. Maybe we need a third party. Hey, Lost Boys. No, I was going to say, what's the name of our movie? That's, uh, join the Lost Boys. Okay, we should take a break because I've had to pee for like the last 20 minutes while okay. we're granted here. So uh, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Nice. And we're back. And we're back. Hey, speaking of fascists. What? We weren't. We were before the break. Oh, also speaking of. Bad Halloween costumes. Coming back. I I figure we just gave these guys like a 42 minute ear beating about politics that I don't know about and that you know a lot about and probably didn't make yourself look as dumb as I did. Oh, I just bullshit. I didn't know anything that I was just talking about. So I figured. I'm just a really competent bullshitter. Halloween's in two days. Yeah. Let's well, get lighthearted. Let's let's talk about costumes people will hate if you wear them. So I'm going to tell you what happened and you're going to guess where it happened. Okay. Did you read where it happened? No. Okay. I already have my guess. Okay. Knowing the story, I know what I'm going to get. So what happened was, I don't. on Thursday, there was some trick-or-treating event in... Well, I'm going to give you a clue. It was in the States. Okay. And a father dressed his, I guess, I want to say like six-year-old son as Adolf Hitler. And then he himself dressed as an SS officer. And the only surprising thing about this was the dad was like, I wasn't expecting this much backlash. Ohio. Nope. Was it not in Ohio? Wait, is Kentucky in Ohio? No, Kentucky is no. a totally separate state. Yeah, it was Shit. in Kentucky. Uh, Ohio was a good th- guess. This was a very o- Ohio thing. Although Ohio, I don't really see the people doing that because I see all those people as very easily butt hurt about everything. Wow. Like Ohio. being like, oh, that's not decent. You shouldn't do that. That's like ground zero for like racism in the in the states right now. Like all the white supremacists and stuff are in, in Ohio. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Valid point. Also, okay. So I kind of see why this is problematic. Yeah. But I also respect it a little bit because I just uh, Googled 
in like mild preparation to to riff on this topic. Yeah. I googled uh problematic Halloween costumes and there's like 50 articles where it's like how to talk to your friend if their costume is problematic this year. And here's all these Halloween costumes that are racially insensitive. And it's yeah, like, this guy was just like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to yeah. do the most offensive thing I can think of. Yeah. Most of the times when you look up a list, like Derek was saying, it's all like, this is cultural appropriation. Whereas this guy's like, everybody's offended. It doesn't matter what color you are. This guy tried to kill a whole race of people. I think, the funniest thing in the article was the guy said, as a rule of thumb, don't dress as anybody who's perpetrated a genocide. Genocide, yeah. That <laughs> is a, a good, good rule, rule of thumb. thumb. Uh, so, yeah, might be time to uh, to reassess your Halloween costumes this year. I mean, sexy cat, always. I mean, okay, so, so adult Halloween uh, has already come and gone. That was yeah, this that past was the weekend. Saturday, yeah. Because that's when everyone can go out and mm. get totally fucking loaded in like really like costumes of questionable tastefulness. Yeah. Uh, and then have sex with each other. And that's at all Halloween. And that's usually the weekend, whichever weekend is closest to real Halloween. Yeah. I feel like this one might get double mileage because uh, Halloween this year falls on a Wednesday. Yeah. So you have First Halloween this weekend, actual yeah. Halloween Wednesday, second Halloween next weekend. Ooh, second Halloween. What do you think? See, that's a good uh, – that is a very good plan because by the time second Halloween comes, you've had seven days to air out your costume and get all the like shame and alcohol and cigarettes and barf smell out of it so you could take it back down to the Granville Strip and try to get – Usually dudes just dress as a pun. I'm going to say it. Like, Do they? Most of the time. Unless you're like a beefy guy, then you dress as like, then you just go the sexy. Yeah, unless guy. you're not ashamed of your body, yeah. which I am. I don't know about you. Well, I'm not ashamed of my body, but I don't have the right to dress as a sexy character because I can admit my body's not sexy. I just don't care that it's not lowest moment of my life i will say this was my rock bottom yeah uh you know the show community yeah. may it rest in peace uh the year donald glover's character doesn't have a costume so he goes a sexy dracula because he's wearing a toilet seat cover around his neck and has he's shirtless yeah and he has like toilet paper around his wrists and a toilet seat cover around his neck how is that sexy Dracula? Yeah, I, it was just like something because he's shirtless and because yeah. he just like has this shit on. I don't know. Yeah. That was the joke. Yeah. But I went to the Camby, which is the dirtiest bar in Vancouver. Yeah. That isn't like that's located west of Hastings in Maine. Yeah. Uh, this like legendarily shitty bar. And my costume was sexy Dracula. So I just like pop my shirt off and wrap some toilet paper on myself. Uh, and the bouncer told me that unless I put my shirt on, I was going to get kicked out. And if I was sexy, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. That, that was it. Fucking bouncer judged you and you shouldn't, you should be able to be unsexily unshirted anytime you want. Yeah. That was, uh, that was my wake up call. That was like, okay, maybe I could stand to, uh, benefit from the gym a little bit. Maybe I could yeah. do some push ups. And now Still. that you, Still can't. Are in better shape. Still not that. Our days of dressing up in shirtless costumes are long gone. Well, this year I just, yeah. This year I went in uh, and I bought one of those superhero costumes with like the muscles built into it. Nice. So, yeah. Those are always fun. I dressed as, one year I dressed as uh, Robot Viking. I don't know. Nice. It was just like like I was working with what I had and I had one of those muscle shirts that had the like the pillow mu- muscles. Yeah. And it's a good thing you're not drinking because when you're drunk and you look down and you have the muscles, you're like, I'm invincible. Just like picking fights with the biggest guys you could find. <laughs> or s- inanimate <laughs> objects, breaking them, getting in trouble. And the funny thing about what my robot uh, Viking was, it took me about Two minutes to break my sword and five minutes to lose my helmet. And then I was just like the guy wearing a muscle shirt with a silver face. I'm myself if I had any self-control. <laughs> I'm myself if I didn't cry myself to sleep every night. Ah, Halloween. What a yeah. time. Yeah. 
Yeah, so... Um, but I don't know. It's like we've hit a point now where, like, culturally, it's like, is this costume problematic? See, Should my favorite thing was... someone? My favorite thing about this whole, like, judging costumes and if they're okay is we went from... In our lifetime, we went from... Girls dressing as slutty thing, as sexy costumes to it, going to being slutty and you should be ashamed of yourself, to it looping back around that if you say something bad about a girl in a sexy costume, you're slut shaming her and you're trying to take her power away, so she should be able to dress like that. Yeah. That's actually, that's a pretty accurate summation <laughs> of like how outrage culture has evolved over the yeah. past few years, because now it's like... Like, what's what's worse, the slutty costume or calling it that? Yeah, exactly. Like, I called someone a slut once and my girlfriend got all mad. She's like, why do you use that? I'm like, it's just a word. Like, I'm not calling her a slut. I'm calling her a slut because <clears throat> it's shorthand for all the things. And she's like, all the things that <clears throat> it connotates. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like... That girl should stop acting like a person who has low self-esteem and has discovered that boys pay attention to her when she acts promiscuous and wants to get attention because she didn't have a strong male figure in her life growing up. So she tries to hook people in on the lowest common denominator and it ultimately ends up being not satisfying. See, it's easier to just say that girl is acting like a slut than to say that whole mouthful. What's with the face? Well, just your, your... Okay, so are you conflating sluts and... I'm just saying slut is shorthand form for girls who <clears throat> are maybe self-damaging themselves by trying to get attention <coughs> through their sexuality instead of building upon their character and yeah but is that such a <coughs> such trying a bad to build thing? Their baggage <coughs> wow no i mean if i had like any physically attractive qualities you could bet your ass i'd be out there i don't give a fuck well that's the difference character. between guys it's I don't like give a shit. every chance i got i acted like a slut yeah but if it was legal for me to just like walk around with my dick hanging out, and also if my dick was viewable to the naked human eye, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be doing that all the time. That is the miracle of social media. That's it's pretty much dudes walking with their dick hanging out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All those dick pics in the DM. That's what it is. It's just like, hey, I got a dick. Do you wanna? And then girls are like, why are guys like this? It's crazy how brazen dudes are about like, like. I'm not like, okay, I have a dick. It exists. Mm -hmm. I'm not so proud of it that I would just be like, here, person I've been talking to for five minutes, get an eyeful of this. We're also sausage. 40 yeah. And well, I don't learned think I've our lesson. Ever been like that. When I was 25, I would have. Uh, yeah, I would have been like, hey, here's my dick. You want to see? No, I wouldn't have because I would have been aware that it would ruin my chances to get laid. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. You got to like. I was like. It'll scare them off. <coughs> it'll backfire and you'll just gross them out. You, it wouldn't be because I was morally opposed to showing my dick to many women. It would be because I realized that that's a bad angle and it doesn't work. Well, you got to you got to build the suspense a little bit, right? Yeah. Like you got to maintain the air mystery. Yeah. Because once it's out there, you can't take it back. You can't and no one's no one's going to want to you know you just killed the mystery. Also, we didn't have smartphones. Yeah, well, it's, dude, I'm forever grateful that we grew up without like yeah. Could you imagine if we had cameras on us all the time? All the sh all the actually we didn't do anything bad ever. No. Seeing how you're single and I don't want to go to jail. We never did anything bad that if it was taped would be detrimental to our character. But yeah, like you're saying, I Wake up every morning and being like, thank God I got all that dumb shit out of my system before smartphones existed. Like when I was 25, I'll admit I broke a few things that weren't my property and nobody knows. Well, they, they, no, they know they stuff is broken. They don't have proof that it's <laughs> You got specifics. And the best part is there's no way to retrace my tracks throughout my life because they didn't have the technology to do so. Like, what are they going to do? Try find like 
a pen and paper diary that someone wrote about me doing stuff, Every, my adventures. Everyone who is currently listening to this podcast who yeah. knew you when you were 25 and had something break on them during that time <laughs> is going to be like that motherfucker. It'll now like, you're just getting blamed for everything. Yeah, it'll be like my, well, I did break a bunch of my older brother's stuff, so he probably already. Sorry, Neil. He's probably still mad about some of the stuff, but he, like, yeah, like people would be like, that was Dale who broke this thing when he was in a different province and that was my favorite lamp and it was like well no that wasn't me i never was it though was it dale no Uh, because if you break something uh, and then you put it back like it's not broken and uh, then they touch it and it breaks they broke it that's that is true last person to touch it those are the rules I'm learning from working in shops with emotionally stunted men is if you break something, put it back, then someone else will grab it and they're the one who broke it. It's I, So I stayed at an Airbnb in New Orleans yeah. and there was this like big wooden chest that had Whoa, 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 because this they can track because technology exists They're not, not going to listen to it. There was this big wooden chest with yeah. like blankets and pillows in it. And I opened the lid on the chest and I went to pull a blanket out and the whole front of the chest just like fell off. What? And I was like, I was like, oh, so I just like propped it back up and closed the lid so that it held it there. And then I was like, how long has this like circle of the <laughs> chest disruption been happening? Like it's probably the first person to stay at that Airbnb years ago ripped the front off that chest. And then since then it's been people being like, uh-oh, <laughs> and just like setting the lid. Or the person who owns the Airbnb put the trunk in the room because it was broken. <laughs> yeah. And I was so worried. I'm like, there goes my damage deposit. Shit. Uh, last casualty of the uh, the Halloween costume wars, uh, conservative commentator Megan Kelly, uh, who left Fox News earlier this year, two years ago. Don't, don't, over don't look at me for answers. Something. Uh, and jump ship to NBC. Uh, recently got fired from NBC for saying blackface was okay in some circumstances. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She like, was like lamenting that you couldn't just like wear blackface for a costume anymore without people getting mad about it. And uh, yeah, NBC took one look at that and they were like, okay, well, <laughs> thanks for being on our network. Yeah, but- the, it might have worked for Fox News. <laughs> Should have never left. Just ask Ted Danson how that uh, rolled out for him. What happened to Ted Danson? When he was dating Whoopi Goldberg, they did a roast of Whoopi Goldberg, and he came out in blackface. And to a black audience and was lambasted. Lambasted? Lambasted? Lambasted is how I've always pronounced it in my head, but lambasted, like basting a lamb. That's one of those words that I've only seen written. Huh. Uh, and Ashton Kutcher, when he did that Pop Chips commercial and did Brownface a while ago and just got skewered online. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, no, here's a here's another rule of thumb for costumes. Um, people will get mad at you for cultural appropriation. People will get even madder at you if you, whatever costume you're doing, has the term blank face like black face red face yellow face brown face white face eh, you could probably get away with that because people are too scared to point out that anti-white stuff is racist because all those fucking asshole right wingers kind of ruined all that by being like this is racist it's like actually it's not it might be but you don't <laughs> have a claim you, you, yeah yeah like, I mean, if if you are a person who is not white and you gonna and you want to dress as white face, you won't get in trouble on social media. But if a group of angry white people see you, it would go bad for you. Yeah, I wouldn't do because, that shit in uh, see the th- one one thing to remember about life is eventually you're gonna run into somebody who just doesn't give a fuck. And it could go very bad for you. Like they could be totally in the wrong. Like there's no way a person should be allowed to say anything to you because like white people have had it too good for too long that they deserve to get a couple kicks in. But 
there's people who just are too angry and will take it upon themselves and not really care about the repercussions of their actions. Which I guess would be terrorism if you're not doing something because you're scared to do it. Is that count as terrorism or is like no. do they have like a scaredyism where it's like terrorism but a little less? Like cuz terrorism's when groups use terror so that you don't do stuff because you're too like afraid of dying or repercussions, but there should be a lower level term for like when you don't do stuff online because you're scared, you're like a little afraidism. That's what it should be. There should be terrorism and afraidism where you're a little bit afraid of what will happen to you so you don't do it. But I guess afraidism would be the healthier version Whereas this girl from MSC and MSNBC wouldn't have lost her job because she's like, if I say this, there'll be bad social repercussions. So I'm afraid to do this. So that would have kept her job. So that would have been good. What are you squinting at your computer for? Well, oh, like, white chicks? Well, there's so there's a bunch of people actually getting mad about whiteface, a bunch of white people. Uh, and the, the only example they can find are the Wayans brothers in White Chicks. Yeah. And, and they're saying this is offensive. The only thing offensive about that movie was how unfunny it was. I never watched it. Oh, Christ. I love the Wayans brothers. And I was like, I'm not I'm not waiting in. Another example of Whiteface is the Cloud Atlas, where they had I think it was four or five different stories and they had the same actors doing the characters in the story. So there was like Chinese people wearing white face and then they tried to make um, Tom Hanks look Chinese, which was probably pretty racist and didn't pull it off. Then they tried to make Tom Hanks Irish, which was hilarious because he had a bald head and his accent. And it was like, it was like Tom Hanks talking like a tough boy rowdy. And at first you're like, I don't believe this because Tom Hanks could never be tough or mean to anybody. And then you're like, actually, Tom Hanks is a really good actor, so I'm all in on this. But yeah, and then um, that Asian actor, actress. Are we allowed to say actresses or do we just call them actors too? You can say actress. The Asian girl actress from Kill Bill, she had white face in there to look like a white person. I think Haley Berry had white face in that too. Overall, uh, Cloud Atlas is ultimately confusing and it's pretty hard to get over how ridiculous the characters look when they try to make them look like a different race because they don't. Yeah, uh, Derek's just looking at different offensive pictures of people wearing different things. Who is that? That? Yeah. Lester Holt. Who's Lester Holt? Apparently he is a uh, uh, black anchor from NBC that did Dressed as a White Woman. Wait, is he black? Um, Doesn't look like it. Well, a lot of people are... Now the Defend Megyn Kelly crew are uh, getting outraged. Anyway, this is fucking stupid. Fuck Halloween. Uh, as a sober guy who is 38 years old, this is now about like taking my kid out and getting candy. And then stealing his candy. Yeah. Not stealing. He doesn't need all that candy. You are a defensive person for his future health and yeah. you don't want him to get I diabetes. I don't want him to get diabetes. So you got to eat his candy yeah. for him. I will take that diabetes bullet for my yeah. precious little son. You also got to test if there's like needles and poison in the candy by eating it. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Because all it takes is one needle. Yeah. You're like, no, no, you can't have this because I have to eat it all. To make sure there's no needles in it. In one sitting. Yes. All right. Uh, well, that's an episode. Yes, it is. You feeling good? I feel like we gave people a lot to think about and we gave them a lot of knowledge that they may or may not have wanted, but they got. It's just what we do. You're welcome, people. Uh, thanks for tuning in to episode 65 of Our H Factory. As always, I have been your host, Derek Bolin. You can find me on the internet at Herder. I've been your host, Dale DeRuder. You can find me on the internet on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. And um, I probably won't learn about politics before we do the, the midterms. That's okay. Midterms. We'll make it more interesting.
you know what I am going to do? And I keep forgetting to do. I was like, I'm going to watch Arachnophobia and say it was homework for the podcast. But it's been two weeks. So you didn't I, watch it. Instead of learning about politics, I'm going to watch Arachnophobia because that counts as research. Yeah. And also for the podcast. I'm sure someone in that movie got involved in politics at some point. Yeah. Dude, I would jo- vote for John Goodman. That guy has a trustable face. King Ralph, he already has experience with royalties. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Outrage Fact Pod or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Outrage Fact Pod. A bunch of other websites. Uh, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, go on iTunes, rate us. Uh, send us money. Download us. Um, yeah, send us money. We both kind of want to quit our jobs, but we understand. I don't. I like my job. Well, I don't know about quitter jobs. More like... I would just take additional money from this podcast. Oh, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. All right. I would just rather not have to work and have a whole bunch of money. Like... Well, if that was an option, I mean... If we get super famous... Yeah. We could call it early retirement and just do the podcast. How much money can one person make off a podcast? Joe Rogan makes a lot of money off his podcast. Well, I don't think we have the same brand as Joe Rogan there, Dale. No, we don't. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah? Yeah. Join the Lost Boys and uh, (laughs) send us money. Yeah. Uh, And until next week... Stay angry.